All right, you guys, we are going to finish the Magic Tree House Midnight on the Moon right now. I'm going to read chapters 8 and 9 because they're a little shorter. Chapter 9 is called Morgan. Thank you, Morgan said softly. You have freed me from the magician's spell. Jack just stared at her. You were Peanut, Annie said. Morgan nodded and smiled. Really? You were with us all the time, said Jack. On all our missions, Morgan nodded again. Why did we have to go on this mission to find a mouse, said Jack, if you were always with us? To break the spell, we had to be on the moon, said Morgan. You could have broken it the minute you arrived. Oh, that's what Peanut, I mean, you were trying to say, said Annie. We didn't have to leave the moon base at all. Morgan nodded, smiling. But the moon man came along to help us, said Annie. He drew that consolation of a mouse. Is he a friend of yours? Morgan shrugged. Let's just say we had a little talk. He stopped by the moon base while you were out. The same way you had a talk with the ninja master, right, said Jack. And the monkey... Morgan nodded. I always squeaked to the ones who helped us. But how did they understand you? A mouse, said Jack. Morgan smiled again. Certain wise ones understand the language of little creatures, she said. I bet it was you who turned the pages of the book, said Annie, to show us where to go next. Morgan nodded. But who turned you into a mouse, said Annie. Morgan frowned. A certain person who likes to play tricks on me, she said. His name is Merlin. Merlin, said Jack. The greatest magician who ever lived. Morgan snuffled. He's not that great, she said. He doesn't even know. I have two brave friends who help me. Us, said Annie shyly. Morgan nodded. And I thank you both with all my heart. You're welcome, said Jack and Annie. Morgan handed Annie the Pennsylvania book. Are you ready to go home now, she asked. Yes, said Jack and Annie. Annie pointed to the picture of Frog Creek Woods. I wish we could go there, she said. Okay, if you guys know this, say it out loud with me. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. But only for a moment. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. That Morgan was peanut the whole entire time. All right, chapter 10, Earth Life. The midnight woods woke up. A breeze rustled the leaves. An owl hooted. The sounds were soft but very alive. Jack opened his eyes. He pushed his glasses into place. He smiled. Morgan was still with them. He could see her in the moonlight. Her long white hair was shining. Morgan... Can you and the treehouse stay here, said Annie, in Frog Creek? No, I must leave again, I'm afraid, said Morgan. I've been gone from Camelot for a long time. She handed Jack his pack. She brushed her his cheek. Her hand felt soft and cool. A bit of moon dust still on you, she said. Thank you, Jack, for your great love of knowledge. You're welcome, said Jack. Morgan tugged on one of Annie's braids, and thank you, Annie, for your belief in the impossible. You're welcome, said Annie. Go home now, said Morgan. Jack smiled. Home was Earth, that bright, colorful world where everything was alive and always changing. 
By Morgan, said Annie. She started out of the treehouse. Jack looked back at Morgan. Will you come back soon, he said. Anything can happen, she said. The universe is filled with wonders, isn't it, Jack? He smiled and nodded. Go now, Morgan said softly. Jack followed Annie down the rope ladder. He stepped onto the ground. The wind started to blow. The tree started to shake. A loud roar filled Jack's ear. He squeezed his eyes shut. He covered his ears. Then everything was silent and still. Jack opened his eyes. The ladder was gone. He looked through the leaves and the branches of the giant oak tree. Where the tree house had been was only moonlight now. By Morgan, he whispered sadly. By Peanut, said Annie. Jack and Annie stared at the top of the tree house for a long moment. Ready, said Annie. Jack nodded. They started from home. They started for home. The midnight air felt cool and moist. It was filled with the soft sounds of earth life. Jack and Annie left the Frog Creek woods. They started down their street. Annie glanced up at the sky. The moon looked really far away, doesn't it? It did, thought Jack. It was. I wonder how the moon man can be up there all alone, said Annie. What do you mean, said Jack? I mean, who helps him put on his spacesuit, said Annie. Who helps him get up when he falls? And who is he, added Jack. Who do you think he is, said Annie. He must be a scientist or an astronaut from Earth, said Jack. No, I think he's an alien, said Annie, from another galaxy. What makes you say that? I just feel it, said Annie. Wrong, said Jack. There's no proof that aliens even exist. Maybe not now, said Annie. But don't forget, we were in the future. Oh, brother, said Jack. They crossed their yard and climbed their back steps. Annie tiptoed inside the house. Jack followed her. Before he shut the door, he glanced up at the moon. Was Annie right, he wondered? Could the moon man have come from another galaxy? Morgan Wirt's words came back to him. The universe is filled with wonders, isn't it, Jack? Moon, good night, moon man, Jack whispered. Then he closed the door. Oh, another journey. They got another journey done. All right, guys, this was the end of Midnight on the Moon. I have two new books for you to go vote for, um, and I will start them on Wednesday. I'll start the one you guys pick.